Hello, everyone, and welcome to Boomer Dad and Millennial Comrades. Up first, we got Evan. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy your stay. All right, all right. Up next, we got Jeremy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're recording this at the end of the podcast because Ozzy fucked it up the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. All right, up next, we have Jenjen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, yeah. No, they'll definitely enjoy this one. No worries about that one. Alright, up next we got Boomer Dad. Boomer Dad, it's 71 degrees and beautiful downtown Constellation. And last but finally, me, your boy Ozzy. And that's the end of the podcast, guys. You mean that's the beginning of the podcast? That's Ozzy. the beginning. You have the you have the funkiest song too. Yeah, dude, I love it. That's right. You end with like the grooviest, the grooviest uh, musical chunk out of all of them because he's a cool dude he's a cool dude in a loose mood today's episode is uh, about the extreme amount of propaganda against china that has been coming out recently um a lot of people refer to it as the new cold war we recognize that some of china's practices aren't the greatest but we can also recognize that china's um, use of distributing their wealth among its people has shown huge, has vastly improved the lives of many people um, in China. For example, the rail the railway systems that they built, the yeah. telephone. Us, you're, you're, you're reading that, buddy, huh? <laughs> he's not reading it. Yeah, it uh, sounds like it. No, he's thinking. He's just thinking about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about it. I, I don't got nothing right now. Um, the telephone oh, okay. systems. This is from what I remember. Um, I, me- I remember they set up uh, telephone networks, so the people in the in the in the most rural of areas of China can uh, can now have cell service. Um, what else did they do? They well, they did improve um, the infrastructure, so that like more roads were built and making it more accessible for those who lived in rural areas. So China was able to uplift their people um, with the way, with how they are uh, handling the, the distribution of wealth. So, well, one thing that I find funny is how the world bank uses like, if it wasn't for the Chinese government's successful campaign to lift Chinese people out of poverty, that had nothing to do with the World Bank, it had to do with China, um, that poverty being reduced in the world as propaganda that the capitalism works. <laughs> but that if without counting China lifting their own people out of poverty, then poverty would have increased. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but whatever. Yeah, it's... It's insane. It all, that that reminds me of um how um how when Don Lemon got fired, um mm-hmm. uh, how the guy he was talking to was telling him that black people were only able to gain the rights that they have now because they gained the Second Amendment right. So after the Civil War, 
the the NRA um, was like a big part of helping black people gain their rights um, after they were freed from slavery. And, and like, you know, he was just saying this and all that. And I was just, I already knew it was bullshit when, uh, when he just went from, went from after the civil war, slaves were freed and then they got their, and then they got their rights because then they had the second amendment as one of their rights. So they used that to then get the other rights that they were missing. I was just like, no, that's, that's not at all how, how that happened. I was trying to restrain myself because I'm just like listening to the podcast episodes and going, damn, dude, I won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, the, the idea for this episode is the U.S. propaganda war on China, the U.S. warmongering and saber rattling against China. Um, like George said, the new Cold War, the new Red Scare, all these things that are going on right now um and i guess i wanted to expand even further and just talk about the u.s government how globally the u.s government is at war with the working class not just in the u.s but with the whole working class of the entire world well i guess one thing i would say is to me it definitely comes across like the the u.s media is this like loyal lapdog of the U.S. government, they just all the liberal media and right-wing media, they just repeat State Department talking points, State Department memos, anything the U.S. government and the U.S. intelligence agencies put out. The mainstream media runs with it, and and just they don't think critically about it. They don't, and, and I guess it has to do with the fact that the media has just been so in bed with the government for a long time. Um, you know, they just go, they, they do, it does seem to me like the media just repeats whatever the U S government says without thinking about it. And they don't even understand other countries. They take, they have no, and this is the main, like, it doesn't mean every journalist, it doesn't mean all the time, but in broad strokes, it seems like the media is very U S centric and, it has no comprehension of foreign countries or foreign cultures. Everything is just like, we, we should just push American culture onto everywhere and we should fucking praise America and it's American exceptionalism 24 seven where the U S is democratic. The U S is really good. The U S is rich. The U S people in the U S are, are happy. All this, all this fucking horseshit. But I guess that's what I'll say for right now. And I'll, let you guys go if you have anything to say. Uh, since at least I, I would say even before this, but since since at least uh, the Ukraine war started, there has been an extreme uptick in anti-Russian, anti-China sentiment in the United States, uh, and it has been getting progressively worse. Um, I would even say it started maybe even a couple years ago with the the whole like Uyghur Muslim thing that they started talking about, but um, it doesn't really, that doesn't really matter. That's not, that doesn't pertain to this. It's just that that's around when I started noticing it more often. Um, but it has been getting progressively worse uh, till nowadays when they're literally like, should we stop sending resources to Ukraine to send them and to like Taiwan to in case there's a, a war with China. 
Oh, yeah. So um, I wanted to say that uh, I came here in 2016 when Obama was in power. At that time, I got five years visa to come here. Um, and, but things, I, so, so I think like when I came there, when I came here, the, the political climate between China and the U.S. were super nice, super good. Um, but, but like since, since 2018, I feel like the climate has changed. Um, and over the years, it has, it has become like, like I'm a I'm a like grad like student right so even even for I think like these days there are not that many people who go to the U.S. for graduate studies as before it's not that many Chinese people coming these days um for example because like for example like in in China we we use WeChat a lot right but these days. Like in states like in uh, Tennessee and also in, I heard in Florida, like uh, WeChat has been forbidden to use on campus. So, uh, so it's so I I can feel these kind of things going on. Um, right. So like like even even for 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 students like like me who who stay in the U.S. I can feel like, oh, there have been many things going on that might later create like some inconvenience uh, for us to stay here for a very long time, such kind of thing. Um, yeah, but but still, like, uh, I'm so I'm not sure what's going on here. I just I can just. Clearly, I can sense that kind of change over the years. Like, but I don't know why suddenly things get changed so much. Right? I've, yeah. I yeah. would say, I would say, um, <clears throat> so it's interesting that you came here when Obama was still in power in 2016. So that was just before the election. Um, yeah. that where Trump defeated Hillary Clinton. Um, that would be the same year, I think, right? Because 2015 was when they started campaigning. And I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Uh, and a lot of people, Americans, liberals, and like socialists, and everyone, everyone to the left, everyone lived like a lot of liberals and to the left were supporters of Bernie Sanders. Um, mm -hmm. But his base was really more left-wing people than it was liberals. And then Clinton was supported by, like, the, the liberals. And in that campaign, you know, the Democratic Party threw their weight behind Clinton because she was the establishment candidate. And Hillary Clinton ended up winning the, um, the primary, which, um, you know, a lot of people felt like it was unfair because the democratic party was basically choosing the candidate they wanted instead of allowing the democratic party voters to decide, which is the whole point of a primary. But, um, I think probably the issues started or at least for you, where you felt like under Obama, 
it was it, it seemed pretty good uh so far, like the relationship between china and america seemed like it was going okay and then with trump's rhetoric during his campaign um the republican primary trump was talking about we got to be tough on china we got to be tough on china we got to we should start like he was just saying stupid shit and then what, during his presidency he started a trade war which i'm sure you remember and then mm-hmm. there was the rise of like hate crimes against asians asian americans and asian people which i think spiked during like covid because of trump's racist yeah. assertions about the uh, the origins of the virus i mean to me that seems like that's pro- all of that stuff is probably why the tensions have increased, but Biden just kept Biden and the Democrats. They just like kept going with Trump's bullshit anti-China policies. I guess, I guess I did uh, fall for the Chinese anti-Chinese propaganda back in the day. I, I just like, I guess I wasn't necessarily like, oh, China bad. I just heard that China was. Um, was this uh, had a government that was uh, iron hand, right? It, it it was supposedly ruthless and and basically its people were were subjected to things that were not freedom per se. I guess in our def in, in our definition, our U.S. definition and. That the people well were unhappy or of, of that sort, and yet I I was kind of neutral on the topic. Like I would just say whatever people wanted to hear. I didn't really have any feelings towards China mm. at the time. So like when someone said, "Oh, bro, like did you hear about the bad things about China?" and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah," and then like, "Yeah, China bad, huh?" and I was just like, "Yeah, China bad," but I didn't really care. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a topic I really cared about. But then I started uh, actually hearing about what China's actually like and like what the people of China actually go through and what China's government has done for its people. And I I started to be like, oh, okay, I guess it's not as bad as I I was told it was. And um, and, uh, I I, I would read accounts from Chinese people themselves uh, about how they felt about China and um, and in, in reality that if, if the Chinese people were really as unhappy as Americans were saying, well, they would have revolted a long time ago because like, even without weapons, you can still revolt, you can still protest. And I just, I didn't necessarily hear or see a, a nationwide protest against the Chinese government. So I, I, um, I was just like, well, if if they're really that unhappy, there must be protests that are like huge right now about protesting about the Chinese government, like how bad China really is. And I didn't see any evidence for that. I guess the only thing that was like the closest thing that I saw was like the Hong Kong protests. But um, I I had no I had no real other perceptions of China until I started you know looking up. Uh, looking up things about China, hearing or reading accounts about people who were Chinese themselves that lived in China and, and so on. So I um, 
I guess I was one of those people that did fall for the propaganda, but now I, you know, I've learned and I, I guess I, I used a book to get out of the propaganda, I guess, would be my way of putting it. Well, so. dude, if you want to talk about falling for the propaganda, I used to watch this channel that was called China Uncensored on YouTube, which uh-huh. is this insane. Um, so, um, Jen, Jen, do you do you know what Falun Gong is? Falling Gong, Falun Gong, F A L U N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a cult, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So there's this cult that was like kicked out of China because it's a cult. The government was like, "Hey, you can't be a cult." And so they, these guys, were like, "We're being persecuted." And they, basically, in the U.S., they have like this massive camp. And they have this like theater show that they do where they do like the history of China, but then they have the evil communists come in and, and like ruin China in their show that they do. And they, they, but there's, there's this, they, they control like the Epoch Times, which is this far right pseudo news thing, which was really pushed. Like they spent a lot on advertising during COVID and shit. Um, they control, um, they control China Uncensored. So the whole YouTube channel, it's called China Uncensored. And it's just constant propaganda about Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party. And it's just saying that they're ruining everything. They're destroying the world. They're like polluting the world. They're oppressing their people, all this stuff. So you and I had I, I didn't know anything about China and I was interested in China. So I look up China. And what comes up is this far-right propaganda anti-communist page called China Uncensored, where they're just constantly blaming everything on, on Chinese communists. And yeah, so I mean, I fell for that for a little while. <laughs> but that I was like, this is fucking stupid. This doesn't make sense. What made me realize the channel was bullshit wasn't even that they were just liars and constantly blaming everything on the Communist Party. It was that I learned about their connection to this cult. And I learned about the cult, and then I and then I was like, "Oh shit, this is really weird and culty." And then I realized it was fucking stupid. Well, I have a lot of things that could be said. Um, are, we, are we looking for my personal opinion, or are we looking at you know me trying to be objective, or or what? Your personal opinion. Well, personally, I have nothing against the, the Chinese people. I. Um, I think that the Chinese people and the American people would get along perfectly fine if there wasn't all of this rhetoric and bullshit being shoved down our throats from the propagandists at the government levels of both sides. I have seen China make some major advances since the Richard Nixon administration when Nixon went to China and talked to, uh, was it Deng Xiaoping? Yes. Yeah. And, and they made some inroads in ending or at least lessening the, the heat between the two. And um, I've been kind of watching China a little bit here and there, and I do see these uh, massive waves, these almost typhoon-type waves of uh, not tsunamis, but monsoon-type waves you know, versus the the Chinese government. And 
I see things that the Chinese government is doing that are, are all on the, the behalf of the Chinese people, which is the way governments should be functioning. For example, the, the battles between the Chinese government is kind of escalating and the Indian government has uh, reinforced two islands in one of the straits around uh, Singapore to kind of throttle the Chinese. It's it's a world trade route, but like 82% of the world's trade goes through their ships. So what the Chinese government has done is they've, they've reestablished the Silk Road, which eliminates that Shipping. Uh, Dad, you're channels. breaking up. I, I didn't hear that last bit. Did you say? Um, almost completely inside. They're opening. They're opening this. Dad, you you're breaking up. You're breaking up so bad. You you've you've been breaking up for a bit, and you're breaking up so bad that you, we can't un, we can't hear you or understand you really. Well, maybe the CIA is trying to keep me from saying positive things about China. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did, you, did you hear that part? Was yeah, that got, part clear enough? That part was clear. They got this. Yeah. They got the scuba diver down there, like cutting Dad's specific wire <laughs> in the ocean. No, no, they're they're probably messing with Elon Musk up there in the sky. But anyway, the uh -huh. the Chinese government has reestablished the Silk Road and they're turning it into a multi superhighway to, you know, be able to just bypass what the Indians are doing, trying to throttle their traffic through the Indian Ocean. 82% of the world's trade goes through the Indian Ocean by ship. And, uh, I mean, it, it, the Chinese people are led, obviously, by, you know, Chinese government officials and, and they're not, they're not, uh, a tyrannical dictatorship is trying, as far as trying to get, uh, you know, the people served in the best possible way. Whether there is an agenda to overtake the world, I really don't know. And there's nothing I can do about it or say about it that's going to change it. But I do know that I have seen a lot of rhetoric. I've seen uh, Japan has increased their capability to uh, go on the offensive. Uh, should, should China attempt to, to jump and, you know, cross into Taiwan? I've seen the South Koreans do the same thing. And, uh, some of the, some of the surrounding nations in Asia are actually talking about expanding, getting their own nuclear weapons, which is like, holy shit. No, no, no. There's already too many nuclear weapons on the world. But, uh, as far as, you know, the, the rhetoric and the things Evan started this off by, you know, saying the U.S., the U.S., the U.S. government. And I've been saying all along since we started this pro podcast, not today, but since the beginning, that our information that's being spread across the world is not coming from the American population. It's coming from these assholes in Washington, D.C. that I call the cesspool. And it is a literal cesspool. It is all about the plutocrats. It's run by the plutocrats. And our media, every, every goddamn one of them, from Fox to CNN, every one of them, ABC, all of it, 
is run by the plutocrats. It is completely monetary, completely mercenary. And yes, Evan is 100% correct. They just uh, espouse and repeat and regurgitate everything that the plutocrats are fed or feeding to our Congress and Senate and the White House. And there's not much that we can actually do about it except, you know, find the threads of truth, you know, and weave our own things together from those rumors that are in there that are true and just, you know, throw the crap away. And, you know, you mentioned Don Lemon talking to this guy who was a Republican presidential candidate and, and Lemon was trying to corner the guy throughout the whole thing. He was completely adversarial. It was attack, attack, attack. And when Lemon said, you don't know anything about black people or black history, he was talking to a guy who was ethnic himself, which blew Lemon completely out of the water, which is why he got fired. What do you mean by ethnic? What do you mean by ethnic? He was Indian. He is an Indian. He is yeah. He which is guy is he talking to? An American-born Indian running okay, for president of the United States. Okay, who is it? I'll look at. I'll look it, it up. I right forget. Now. I forget what his name is. But like but the point was, I listened to the interview. I listened to the interview too, and I came away with a completely different. But being Indian, all I'm going to say is but being Indian about, doesn't know about black people. So. Oh yeah, you do. So oh, his, yeah, name, you do. his name is Vivek Ram, Ramazwamy. Uh, I think I butchered that last name, but it's Rama. Yeah, you did. Swami. I, I have no idea how to pronounce that second part, but his first name is Vivek with the K. So it's okay. Vivek Rama, um, and uh, he was uh, talking to um, Don Lemon, Don Lemon. Yeah. about like Black history and. and like, and there was there was a white blonde woman there as a co-host. It wasn't just Don Lemon, and right. she was just as aggressive. I thought she was. But quiet. anyway, the point was we were talking about China, and you know the I was I got off on this little diatribe about media and how twisted it is, and it got uh, it, it's it's very infuriating to. me me that people buy into anything said by the media you can only find small threads of truth in what they're saying and if you can't sort that shit out then you might as well turn off the tv and the radio completely because it's you know you're just falling into this this propaganda that's being fed to you and both both governments are doing the same thing to its people you know it's yay for us and fuck them Right. So I got America, I disagree with that. I, I got a few things America to say in response. As a, America as a whole, America as a whole, does follow this uh, military-industrial complex has been running America since before the 1930s. War is good. War is good for for these plutocrats. You know, the, all of the people that are making billions. From McDonnell Douglas and Lockheed Martin and all of these companies that are making war machines and weapons, that we're not just building it for the United States. You know, we're selling it to the Israelis, we're selling it to the Arabs, we're selling it to the Egyptians. 
We're selling it to the to the Taiwanese. We're selling it. To well, the Ukrainians. United States isn't even making money on it. The United States is funding the corporations, and the corporations are the ones making money exactly. on it. But I know that's yeah, exactly. And that's but my I, that's the bottom line of what I'm trying to say, Evan, is that it's not yeah. the U.S. itself, it's not the United <clears throat> States people, and it's not the Chinese people that are going at war. It, it's the governments, not the people. Because the state is the state is a bourgeois state. It's run by the bourgeoisie in the bourgeoisie's interest. So it's it like as you like to say, plutocrats. But I think the way I understand it, it's uh, you should be saying bourgeoisie. But I mean, I have a few things to say in response. Jared, did you want to respond just, first? I just wanted to say that I disagree with Dad that both countries are doing the same thing. China, the Chinese government actually does have its its people's best interests at heart um and they actively try to improve they actually they actively try to improve the systems that are keeping people oppressed uh they try to improve them that backwards no they they try to improve those systems to make people not oppressed that's what i mean they try to you said they try to improve (sighs) sorry yeah well they they are trying to actively pull people out of poverty they have made it they have pulled um, something like abs- they they have abolished absolute poverty in China, uh, uh, starting last year, and, and they and they're moving into just removing regular poverty now. So they are actively trying to make the life better for their people, and the United States does not do that. We have we actively try to oppress people here in the United States. It is, it is either you fucking work or you go hungry and you have no place to live. There in China, there are, there are actual systems to help people who are extremely poor. Um, well, just I to wanted... say, wait, Jared, wait a minute, just, can... just, to, just, reiterate, just to reiterate, when I started talking, I started talking about the good things that were going right. on in China. Yeah. Okay? yeah, but then you also said both sides. You said that China's government propagandizes and i just want against... to say one last thing which is that which is that if the if a war starts with china it is not china's fault it is entirely nato and the united states that's okay, all I well have to that say. segues in that segues into what i was going to say so dad mentioned nixon and deng xiaoping so when you said dad mentioned um the tensions or the heat he said that the heat they cooled down the heat or or whatever like the the issue the the aggression between the u.s and china is completely one-sided the u.s is aggressive towards china china is not aggressive towards the united states china is not China's aggressive towards the, anyone they haven't had a war in like seven, 30 it's like 30 years at least well probably no no, no, no sorry that, 70, 70 it would have been it was probably since years. the civil war right yeah. So, so that's what I'm trying to say. So Nixon, if Nixon goes over and talks to Deng Xiaoping and Nixon goes, hey, buddy, we can make a sweet deal. You know, you guys can make stuff for us and we can give you money and that's good for you. You can develop your economy. That's Nixon cooling his own aggression. That's Nixon going over and saying, hey, I got I, I can sweeten the pot for you. You know, you do a little capitalism, I'll, I'll give you money. That's how capitalism works, bro. And then Deng Xiaoping says, sure, we need to develop our economy. So, okay, let's not have you trying to murder us all the time and trying to justify, you know, causing to 
you the U.S. trying to justify or cause a, a war in China. And the U.S. has just been aggressive towards China for even since before the Civil War, even since before World War II, the U.S. was colonizing China. The West, the West was colonizing China. So there's no there is no Chinese aggression towards the United States. There's only U.S. aggression towards China. And the only argument that right wingers make about Chinese aggression is they cry because China economically is more successful than the U.S. So they go, this is economic aggression. This is economic warfare. Yeah. China's more successful it's, than we are. It's either that or they say something along the lines of, the, chi- the Chinese government is oppressing their people. Just look at this group. And there's really no real And they evidence. point to like a far right yeah. or culty yeah. group that the government should yeah. be fucking with. But Well, um, I can... I can, you know, expand a little bit and say that I, I do recognize that, you know, China's military uh, expansion, its growth is, in my opinion, mostly defensive. And if you go back to the 1950s and in the 60s, what was the rest of the world doing? You know, this colonialism kind of thing. And... Uh, the incursions at the Indian-Chinese border, I mean, that if that's not a war, I don't know what is. But the point is that it's, it is a border fracas between those two countries. It's not a, a battle that the world needs to get involved in. It should be handled by diplomacy. But if you think about the 1960s, uh, the U.S., the French, the British, the Australians were all pushing on the border in Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, and Thailand. And what was it, you know, what was China supposed to do? Japan Nothing. as well. Japan is also a satellite well, of the, the West. Is, but the point is, right, I'm talking about then, not right now. I'm talking about then. Dad, the point I'm trying to make is that the U.S. has China surrounded. Yeah. India, Japan, every all around China, is there are puppet states of yeah. of the West. And I just want to reiterate, you know, when you say the U.S. has, the U.S. has, the U.S. wants, it it isn't you and me. It's not you, me, Jared, Ozzy. It's not, it's not us. It is these people who are extremely filthy fucking rich that want to become extremely fucking richer. And Mm -hmm. they don't care because they don't care because, you know, the more uh, of us that they can kill off, the better for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Oops. cut down on the population. So but the there. point is, I understand. I understand China's need to defend itself and protect its borders, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with them doing that. And you know, the the U.S. encircling Taiwan is an excuse, you know, for saber rattling and the craziness of the threat. There's a billion Chinese, and I don't, I don't want to kick the hornet's nest, and I think that it's what a stupid thing to be doing. No, there's, uh, there's, Jen, Jen, you know, there's Dad, a, Jen, Jen was trying to say something. Of, oh, was she? I'm yeah. sorry, Jen. Oh, oh, yeah. So that's okay. So, uh, I was going to say, uh, like, so Ron, what you, what, what you and Evan just said, like, reminded me of something. So, like, I think in China, we also have, I think we also have right-wing people and left-wing people. So those right-wing people, 
they were in dominant for many years, like uh, President President Ben Deng, right, and and two presidents after him. Um, so they believe they they believe in like making people like making money, right? They, so after like from Deng and the present two presidents after Deng. The whole purpose is the the whole society. Like our goal is to make money, um, yeah. So that's why, like, we 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 don't talk about like those ideological stuff that much. Uh, and there's and and politi- uh, like po- politicians also don't encourage us to talk about those things that much. So so that so but but, but the but it it, it there there exists some difference right now. Like after President Xi was in power, I think he is a bit different from... So he, he still wants wants the economic growth, but I think he cares a bit more about those ideological things than um, the other presidents or the former several presidents. Right. And, so you're saying, you're saying mm-hmm. Deng Xiaoping and the two presidents after him were right-wing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, I didn't want to cut you off. I, I want you to finish what you were going to say. The only question I was going to ask is because it seemed like dad was saying that there's two uh, or he was saying it's both sides. So he's saying that, that the that the government in China mm-hmm. is propagandizing against the U.S. in the same way that the U.S. government is propagandizing against China. And I wanted to ask you, since you you're from China, if mm-hmm. you experienced that, if you experienced the... Chinese government or the Chinese media constantly talking shit about the U.S. and warmongering or saber rattling or. Uh, so I think, like before I was born, like when in, in President Mao's time, in Mao's time, before I mean before President pre- President Deng was in power, I think, uh, it, like basically in cultural. Revolution, that 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 in that part, like in that part of history, I think yes, like do we have uh, we say bad things about the U.S. right? Because you're capitalism, we, we criticize capitalism like anything, right? Um, but after that, like at least when I have memory, like when we talk about the U.S., because because I, I think it's it, it might not be accurate to talk about like whether. President Deng and the two presidents after him were right wing or not, but the whole society's goal was written in books is just to basically to develop economy. That's the only goal, the 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 hard thing for everyone in China. That was written in like a middle school politics books. So right, yeah. So and at that time, like we we I think. I think Chinese people, Chinese people, they want to go to the U.S. They think it it may, U.S. is a place that is rich. That is a place that like we, I, I think we have uh, very good impressions about U.S. Um and then then like I'm not sure how it goes in in recent years, but 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 I know like we everyone feels that right. So the 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 relationship between China and the U.S are not that good anymore. And there were a lot of things, lots of conflicts actually were going on. It's not that it's not huge, but like like from time to time. So I think 
I'm not because I'm not in China after 2016, so I don't know what's going on these days in uh, like in, in China, like what what those like uh, official media are, are are talking about things. Um. So, yeah. So, what I wanted to say was that so I so when I was in China, like a left wing person, like at least from the time when when I grow when I get older and older like like in China like at the, at least in those periods like it's it's if you're talking like a left-wing person you will be laughed at because they, they they feel like oh this kind of socialism dream is nothing making money is so important so you are you will you will you will sound kind of foolish if you talk about these things to people like uh about like this kind of like so because i think because because of the climate like because of the climate at that time but i think but i think i think things got changed a bit after president she was in power he he actually he he is i think he is more left-wing than the other presidents um so that changed a lot of things i think and also the but 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 i was a I, I actually talked with many left-wing people when I was in college, and their theory was was this: what was like. So first, yes. Yeah, so we we were actually so we are a lot behind the U.S. in terms of military power, and also China is yes is surrounded by military the U.S. military military stuff, right? So actually, yeah, like Evan just said. And they said that, and also another fact is China has 50, 51% of the industry was owned by the state. Um, and it means that, like, so, so their theory was that actually the goal for the foreign, like, foreign power, they want, they want, what, what they wanted to do was to make, break China into small parts. And they want China to, don't have this kind of big state-owned power, so so that their capitalism could enter China completely. Right. They mm-hmm. want to do to China what they did to the USSR. That's their objective. Because yeah. they that don't want any that. threat. Well, yeah. for, it's not even that China is a threat. It's that China is stopping capitalists, uh, Western capitalists, from expropriating Chinese wealth. Right. Which Chinese is which assets. is a threat. Which is a threat. To capitalism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Ozzy, do you have do you have the Chinese anthem um, queued up? <laughs> uh, no, not at the moment. But uh, oh. no. I was, I was gonna oh. say I was gonna say you know when the, if the U.S. starts a war with China, we do, we all know what side I'm on. Same. And then you gotta play the Same. Chinese anthem. <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of that one video. Like I was just in my head. When you guys are talking about that, I was just thinking about that one thing that of that one video. Uh, there's this video game called PUBG, and the last two people was this one Chinese dude and this other famous streamer named um, uh, Doctor Disrespect. Oh yeah. And and the the guy that the Chinese guy was like China number one, China number one. <laughs> just. That was just what I was thinking about when you guys were talking about that. All right, Jared, cut Ozzy doing the racist Chinese yeah, accent. I will. I will cut it. 
<laughs> what? It, 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 it was it was exactly what he was saying though. Oh god. I, I oh, was just shit. saying exactly what he was saying, and I thought I thought I was fucking I thought I was fucking awesome. Yeah, you were nailing it, Ozzy. You did good, Jared. Leave it in. No, no, <laughs> no I'm cutting it. Dude. Cutting oh it. shit. Okay, well we're almost reaching an hour. Yeah, Is there any we're, uh, other we're closing like up. Ozzy hasn't said much. Jared hasn't said too much. I've said everything like always. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because you're, pro- you're professor Evan. Boomer Dad. See what happens is when eventually I will be Boomer Dad, like in like when we're doing this fifty years from now. Um, <laughs> hey <laughs> at least dad left. I'm wondering what Viewer, uh, our listeners, uh, what what listeners we have. I wonder what if they've ever fallen. Uh, I'm pretty sure some of them have, but like, I'm wondering if anybody who's fallen for the anti-China propaganda, I'm wondering how they escaped um, the propaganda and how they learned to not just accept everything that uh, was told to them about China. Or from the American perspective of China, you know? Yeah. So, actually, you know what? Um, well, we not only do we have an email that they can email us at, but we also, uh, if they're watching it on YouTube, they can leave a comment down below. But um, I, also, uh, I love how there's this running theme of Dad just hating Ozzy. <laughs> God damn it, Evan. That's not just... fucking true. No <laughs> I'm just, teasing, I'm just teasing you, Dad. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Sorry. You me off. I don't. Okay. I'm not. I have no animosity toward anyone on this panel. Dad, Dad, he was he was talking and you went. Because the subject he was talking about. Yeah, I actually mistook it. I mistook it for like the circus thing. I I mistook the tune for. That's you and your prejudice toward me. Nah. Well, yeah, actually. I'm just kidding. I love you, Dad. I'm not trying to piss you off. We should just call this Evan Pisses Dad off. When you say things. When you say things. When you say things like that, it does. It, it infuriates okay. me. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Jared. Cut it. Cut no, it out. No, I'm not cutting it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> okay. Jim, I hope that the things that I have said have not offended you in any way. No, Just not Just my observation. Yeah, oh, no, no, oh. Dad, I'm not trying to piss you off, but I took offense when you said you don't want to kick the one billion hornet's nest that is China or something like that. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? You said there's That's one billion I Chinese. Said. I don't want to kick the hornet's nest. <laughs> I did say, I did say that it would be a very stupid thing to do when you have a billion Chinese to kick the hornet's nest. Okay, that's right. a figure of speech. Not okay. calling them a hornet. Not calling I know, them ants. Saying, what? Hey, Evan, I, I gotta. Yeah. If you if you go and piss on a rope, how long will it take to shrink? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. What? That's right. That's right. You don't know what I'm talking about. So get off my get off my tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, guys. Just remember, guys. It's it's. I'm I'm really happy to be here, and like I'm glad that we are uh, we are all participating in this podcast and sharing it together. It's yeah. Just- <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
I fucking love it, dude. Wait, uh, uh, Ozzy. When I was listening, when I was listening to the last episode, I was wondering if you fucked it up and got the Russian Federation anthem instead of the Soviet anthem, because hey, this, is there... the, this is this is the USSR USSR anthem original video. Like that's that's the name. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty legit, dude. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying the 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 um, Russian Federation changed their anthem to the Soviet anthem, but they the lyrics are shit instead of the original lyrics they yeah. changed it to capitalist version uh, because okay. because their yeah. original yeah. anthem was so garbage and everyone was like please give us the ussr back so they said you could have the tune of the anthem but we're gonna make the lyrics worse but it works for me because it's recognizable you know so yeah good job well, I, no i i think it is it probably is the ussr anthem but i'm just saying like we don't speak russian so we couldn't no. tell the difference may oh, 3rd is a wednesday my bad. I was looking. I was looking at the calendar the wrong way. I have a meeting on May third. How did you look at the calendar the wrong way, Ozzy? I was. I was, I was looking at it. From, <laughs> I was looking at it like backwards. Like I was going backwards on the calendar, not forward. What? What? Okay, I'm, Good night, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast <laughs> over. I Podcast love it, over. Dude. Good night. Bye, everyone. Bye. Good night. Love, love you, Dad. Bye, bye guys.